One of the first things that Jesus told his disciples was recorded in Matthew 4.19, when he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of people. This week's guest left a life of drugs, alcohol, and a multitude of other sins, and when he did, he looked for ways to serve the Lord. Being a serious fisherman and hunter, he was excited to find a way to use his passion to serve the Lord. One day, he came across an organization that allowed him to use those passions to win others for Christ. Since that time, he has turned his life over to work in many ways to evangelize others through God's great outdoors. As you listen to today's show, please consider how you might become a fisher of men. God has a plan in all of our lives and has given us passions for things that can be used for His purposes. We all need to be ready to go out and reach others with the good news of Jesus. Let's join our host, Dean Hulse, now as we travel down the trail to adventure in God's Great Outdoors. Welcome to God's Great Outdoors, the trail to adventure. This is your host, Dean Hulse, and I am sitting in Wisconsin. Invited in uh, this week, a gentleman that actually started Trophies of Grace, and he's invited a group of guys in. And one of the guys that he invited in is my guest today. And we've never met face-to-face till until today, but we've talked, we've emailed. Carl Parks, it's great to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Well, Carl's involved with a few different ministries. The one that we'll get to, at least a couple of them now, but the one that I I really would like you to talk about, uh, because we have a lot of people that listen that are fishermen, and it's hard to find something different on fishing than just telling a fishing story. And But you guys have a a ministry, that you're involved in a ministry that's making difference in lots of lives. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so Fishers of Men is the national tournament trail that I'm involved with. They started it out back in 1996, I believe. It blossomed from there to 27 or 30 states. And the the mission of Fishers of Men is to share the gospel with fishermen and their families through these professionally run events. If you're a bass fisherman and you've ever fished a club tournament or any kind of an open tournament, you know, it's a, hey, show up, pay the entry fee, go out and fish. And you really don't get to know any of the people that you're fishing with or against. And uh, Fishers of Men just brings it all to a different level where we we put on a professional weigh-in. Uh, we use banners and we, we go all out, make it look <laughs> like a professional event so these guys feel like they're part of something bigger the main thing we do is share the gospel with them and we don't do that with them during the tournament so we have to have a pre-tournament fishing you know we have a pre-tournament meeting friday night usually uh where we'll have a meal free meal uh gospel message give outdoor prizes, allow them a chance to make a decision for Christ. Mm-hmm. And that is the main focus of Fishers of Men. I think that's why it's uh, the fastest growing tournament trail in the country. Mm. And I got involved with it in 2005. It's kind of an interesting story. So I used to go to Indiana Beach over in Indiana with my in-laws and my wife's family. Their whole family had like a big deal every summer. That's where <laughs> they would go. And you know, it's no nothing big or anything. They had a fishing tackle store. I loved fishing tackle stores. Uh-huh. So I go in there. I find this brochure. So, you know, I was looking for something, and I was always asking God. My prayer was, all right, Lord, now what? I've yeah. made the decision to follow you. Now what? Unfortunately, too many Christians don't do that, and they never step into the next step of, of where God wants them serving. Yeah, and because I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. I have an addictive personality. <laughs> I think most a lot of men do. Yeah. Yeah. We we get addicted to our passions, and right. you know my used my passions used to be drugs and alcohol, chasing women or whatever. And then when I got married and had children, I had to settle down, and then I got saved. It's like, all right, now what? Yeah, am I supposed to just be a husband and a good father? Is that is that that the that's it? And I started reading God's word, and then I, that was my prayer. That was my constant prayer. 
What do you, now what? Now yeah. what? So we're over there. I'm in this tackle store. I find this brochure. I pick it up and it says Fishers and Men National Tournament Trail on it. And it said Matthew 419. And I'm like, oh, that's scripture. I, this must be a Christian fishing <laughs> yeah. organization. So I start reading it and it's talking about how you could go to the national championship and win a bass boat. This is for me right here. This is me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to win that boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I look through there. There's there's no Illinois division okay. in there. There's, it shows the whole United States, but there's no Illinois. So I kind of put that thing away, and was you know it's kind of like oh well no no big deal. Anyway, I put it away. I ended up searching it out on the internet somehow, and it said directors wanted. Uh, and I so I called Bob Eads with Fishers and Men, and I talked to him for about I don't know forty five minutes, and he's telling me all the things that I need to do. I'm thinking, okay, because I'm fired up, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, all right. And he goes, oh, by the way, if you're going to be the director, you can't fish. You know, it was kind of like yeah. quiet for a second, but it was only just a second. Yeah. And then that was when God said, you remember what you've been asking? Now what? This is what. Yeah. And so it was like, for me, you have to know me. I was a very selfish person. Uh, it was all about me. I was a spoiled kid. My dad was killed when I was eight. So my mom raised me and I was a spoiled brat. And, uh, you know, that goes on to your adulthood. Sure. So I'd never led anything. I used to tell people I was never good at leading anything but people astray. So I'm like, okay, this is what God has wanted me to do. He's wanting me to lead something. And he said, this is no longer about you. This is about what I'm going to do through you. And so I said yes. And since 2005, we've been, I've been with Fishers of Men. I did take a little break in the middle there while my son was in high school. I coached his bass team, mm-hmm. but. It's been really great. I, I, it's been a place where I've been able to share the gospel, uh, been able to use my testimony to reach people for Christ, which is, I think, what we're all called to do. Absolutely, and especially if you can do it where your passion is. Yeah. People will listen if it matches up with their passion. Because yeah, it's a real story. Right. It's not right. something that I'm making up. This is my story, right. and it's real, and people can connect to it some shape or form, whether it's my addictions, whether it's... You know, whatever it is, our sin, we always we all can connect with sin. Sure. Because we, yeah. we're, well, all, we're sinners. all sinners. That's right. That's easy. That's an easy one. Yeah. So uh and when, some have a passion for it. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. I, I had a really big sure. passion for it. Sure. I was like chief of sinners. And then when we moved after our son's accident and we moved to Springfield, I thought I need to get this going back up again. And so we in Springfield, Illinois, we started up the Fishers of Men there and have been doing it for five seasons now. And we've got a really great group of guys. Just baptized one of them this year at one of our rough edges. Okay. You know, I want to talk a little bit more about the fishing and maybe some of the stories of, of what you've seen happen there and how and how it works and how guys can get involved. We'll do that in a minute. But first, we're going to take a break, and then we'll go into, into the other ministries you're involved in. But for a second here, we'll take a break, and Adam will come on and, and thank our donors and our sponsors, because without them, we wouldn't be here. And then we'll be right back. For the last 26 years, God's Great Outdoors Trail to Adventure has been broadcast out to win men and women, boys and girls for Jesus Christ. This is only possible by the generosity of our listeners. Thank you to all who have supported us in the past. God has blessed us because of you. We pray for you to feel his blessings as well. Additional underwriting support has been provided by Matthews Archery, the leader in the archery industry. Mission Archery, with revolutionary crossbow technology. Three Rivers Archery, supplying everything you need to make your own traditional archery equipment. 
Hunter Safety Systems. Saving lives is what we do. And Conviction Game Calls. At Conviction, we do not separate work from our faith. We believe that our faith should be evident in every aspect of our lives, and the outdoors is one of the best places to share that. God's Great Outdoors has produced many ministry tools, including tracts, DVDs, and books to help you reach others for Jesus Christ. You can access these items, other God's Great Outdoors items, and so much more at our website, ggoutdoors.org. That's ggoutdoors.org. It's the season of giving and serving, and we'd like to offer our listeners, readers, and supporters a special gift from God's Great Outdoors. During December, we'd like to give you one of the Outdoors devotionals written by our host. Dean has shared many hunting, fishing, and outdoor stories combined with scriptural truths in these devotionals. Every donation of $20 or more to God's Great Outdoors will receive a 30-day devotional. Gifts of $100 or more will receive a 365-day devotional and journal. These devotionals will become a daily activity that will bring you back day after day. Become a partner of God's Great Outdoors this month and be rewarded with a gift that will keep on giving. And thank you for your support of God's Great Outdoors. Thank you, Adam, and welcome back to God's Great Outdoors, the trail to adventure. We are in Wisconsin, and I've got Carl Parks with me out of Springfield, Illinois. But we were talking about fishers and men and how you got involved. You can tell us a little bit more about that. Maybe tell us how many states you're in, what, you know, how everything works. Because there's a lot of fishermen listening thinking, man, I'd like to be involved with, with something like that. Yeah. Got some really good fishermen in it, like uh-huh. some of the best around. But we've also had, you know, fathers and their sons that want to just do something together. Just for fun. And they're like, hey, let's get in this fine you know it's it's open to we have male female teams we have adult junior teams obviously the 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 big sticks on the lake are the guys that they're not going to share their secrets with anybody they're going to be tight-lipped about everything but i remember a father son from up around naperville which is up by chicago yeah and and we're in you know central illinois so we were fishing clinton lake a lot he wanted to get something going with his son and so they came, they'd never fished tournaments, yeah. ever. And they had a walleye boat. They came down and fished with us, and they didn't do so well. But then one day, they had like 19 pounds. They were doing things that normal fishermen wouldn't do, and it was working. So right. God was like blessing them. Yeah. They, they had the biggest bag that whole year. They won that tournament, you know, and beat some of the best sticks around. Really? And I mean, when you beat, if you just finish above some of the yeah. you know, top dogs in the tournament, you know, you feel like you've done something, but right. when you actually win, uh, that was like cloud nine for them. And they've and they kept coming back and coming back. And uh, you know, they don't fish bass now, but his son Anthony makes musky lures. Oh, really? Uh, and they're really high end. And he lives up in Madison, so they're, okay. he's up here. He's a Wisconsiner now. Yeah, <laughs> cheesehead. Uh, cheesehead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nooch Bates is the name. Nooch. Of the, okay. Nooch. Well, listeners out there, if you like to musky fish, here's a young man you can help support. Yeah. Nooch Bates. And I mean, so it's open to everyone. Yeah. And it's it's a way for us to bring in families, mm-hmm. especially fathers and sons, fathers and daughters, grandfathers and grandsons, granddaughters, whatever. And we just all we want to do is give them the gospel. Yeah. I tell my fishermen all the time, I said, I don't care how good a fisherman you are. All I care about is are you gonna be with me in heaven? Yeah. That's the right. only thing that right. matters. That's the only thing that matters. The fishing is just a way to spread yeah. the gospel. Is there any stories in particular from your tournaments? where you've seen a life just really changed? 
in in through the fishing tournaments and such? Uh, so I'm going to go back to that father and son yeah. because they're very special to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Jesse Lopez. And Jesse shared his testimony when he started coming to fish with us. And he, but he wanted to do something with his boy. He had shared his testimony about how he had a bad gambling addiction and that he had you know wasted all of the kids' college money and all this. Mm. And, and then he was like, you know, I want to do something with my boy. And when he came and fished with us, and he was with us for several years, you know, I was always asking him, you know, man, it just seems like, we're, you know, we do this, and it's like I'm not really sure if we're making a difference. Right. And he always reassured me that it, that it was making a difference. Uh, and just to see his life, and and then now his son is adult, mm-hmm. uh, just to see their lives changed through just being around other Christians and and doing the good, you know, good things. Good fishing actually saved me. I think. Um, I think God gave me fishing for the fact that I was addicted to drugs, and this was something that was clean. It was pure. Yeah. It was fun. It was good, clean fun. And you didn't know it was godly at that time. I didn't know. Right. I had no idea that I would be a fisher of men. <laughs> <laughs> and but, what, I mean, what a great, what a great analogy back to the biblical. Now, since since Anthony went to, he went off to Madison to the university mm-hmm. and did some of the lumberjack stuff. Uh-huh. He really was a, gr- a good kid. They, you know, they stopped fishing because he was going to college right. and life was happening, right? So we had lost touch for a few years. You know, that's when I was doing the high school fishing with my son. Mm-hmm. And then after the his high school career was over, his accident happened. And this is really a cool story. So the Friday after... My son's accident. I had all of his friends, a lot of his friends, in my garage, mm-hmm. and some and fr- family. There was just you know people at our house, like fifty people yeah. all the time for days, yeah. because they were there to comfort us. And I'm sharing the gospel and sharing my testimony and sharing just other things with these people and teaching them about why CJ was you know brought up the way he was and why I'm the way I am because yeah. of what God did for me. And I was actually talking to the to this group of people about. Jesse and how how God changed his life and mm-hmm. Fishers of Men changed his life and literally my phone rings and I look and it's him like he's calling me and I hadn't talked to him for years and I just spoke his name it was like one of those things you yeah. know so I literally answered the phone and I put it on speaker and I explained to him you know he was very he was sad and he was saying I've been waiting to call you and I just didn't think it was the right time he said, I was driving down the road and God spoke to me and I'm calling you. Yeah. I'm like, you have no idea what kind of timing you have right now. So I told him that I have this room full of people. I said, hey, would you share what God has done in your life, especially with Fishers of Men and how, how we know each other and all yeah. that. Like he literally just went off. He just went right into it and just shared what God had done in his life. And it was it was really like... A whole true Holy Spirit time. Yeah, you, you can't explain you, that. You couldn't. You couldn't God. make that stuff. No, up. and it was so incredible that everybody there was like, you know, people were going inside, going, "You need to go out in the garage." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things are happening out there. Well, Carl, let's let's talk about what you've got going down there in Springfield on a whole different realm because you're involved in Rough Edges, which is a part of Bear Man Ministry. You started something there that Trophies of Grace was doing in Florida and has taken off well, but explain Rough Edges to us. Well, Rough Edges is um, 
it's it's basically a barn meeting. We do it once a month. It's a free meal. It's men only. And a guy gets up and gives his testimony and it's whoever volunteers to do it. Yeah. You know, so it's really raw. That's why they call it rough edges. Right. It's so we have a devotional before, mm-hmm. like we'll have dinner and then we'll have a devotional and then we'll have testimony. And then we've we you know, I always have an invitation. Yeah. We baptize three people at the rough edges. That, so that's far. awesome. You yeah. know, I set up the trophies of grace deer mm-hmm. at everyone. Interesting story about like trophies of grace, how I got involved with them mm-hmm. was similar to how I got involved with Fishers and Men. Very interesting. So when I got, I was doing Fishers and Men, you know, you're doing a fishing ministry and I'm going to church and I'm thinking, there's got to be some other ways we can reach right. men. We need to have a sportsman's dinner. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, you know, I'm asking God, okay, Lord, what, how do we get this to happen? And I'm, you know, asking a lot of questions to people in the know that maybe are involved with that kind of stuff. And I got a, a Whitetail Institute book. Mm-hmm. You know, you get it every spring yeah. for or yeah. in the early spring yeah. for a food plot. I get it too. I open the page, I'm looking at it and there's this wall of deer on there. I'm going, that's what we need for the sports <laughs> right. dinner. That'll make some guys come. You right. see some oh, big guys, bucks. Guys will come for, I've had guys come hundreds of miles to events <laughs> to see those bucks. So that's how I got involved with Trophies of Graces. I had, I like reached out to Randy and I'm like, hey, can you come and bring us these deer and we'll have a sportsman's dinner? And it went off, boom, we did two in Champaign. And then when I moved to Springfield, we started in Athens and we started that, which is how I got connected with Darren Fritz. And, you and probably actually Bearman. met my brother Dave through that. I originally. did meet Dave, right. yes. So. So, and I met lots of people. Yeah. And it's just, you can just see God's hand oh, yeah. in all of it. If you can step back from the timeline and look at it, you'd just see God's hand here and there and there and there and there. And it's like, what an adventure yeah. this is. From there, we're going over to Virginia every once a month and having a barn meeting. It's not as you know big as the Florida, yeah. the Molina, Florida barn meeting, right. but it's still a barn meeting. And it's you know we started in Virginia, Illinois, Virginia, Illinois. Not, yes, not Virginia, Virginia yeah. Illinois. It's about forty minutes from Springfield, yeah. thirty minutes from Springfield. Tell tell the story uh, of the one guy that recently gave his testimony. Oh man, um, so he actually started coming to the. The rough edges, you know, we started in February, I think, and he came to all of them. Mm-hmm. I think he came to the first three. Then he came to the April one where the bear man had an event in Beardstown, mm-hmm. got saved. Pastor Sal baptized him at the Sunday service at the Beardstown event. Mm-hmm. And then literally the next month, he gives his testimony in front of a bunch of men. And he said he was an angry man, and God took that away from him, and he wanted to share that. And he, it was simple. Yeah. Like, he didn't quote scripture or anything right. like that. He was just telling you, look, I was an angry man. I asked the, I asked God to take this from me, and he transformed me in literally night and day. And his wife was, like, gone on, on a vacation, you know, and she was, like, in Vegas or something, and she comes home to this guy. Who's changed? Wow! Yeah, how can you? <laughs> how can you argue gets, that? Then she gets saved, and she, the, I think they both might have got baptized at the Bear Man event. I I believe they did. Well, you know, it's funny because you probably know the statistics, and I can't quote them exactly. But if if a child comes to the Lord, it's in the teens that the family comes to the Lord. Yep. If a mother comes to the Lord, it's about 40-50%. If a father and the head of the house comes to the Lord, it's about 80%. Actually, I think it might be 90. Maybe. It's high. It's like 87 or something like that, I think. 
here's one thing that I noticed about this kind of an event where it's just men. You know, the women want to be involved, mm-hmm. and that's great. But a man will not let his guard down if right. there's a woman right. around. Absolutely. If there's guys that are being transparent and showing you how bad they are, and, you know, this is who I am, these are the problems that I face, these are the struggles that I have, and this is how God overcame, helped me overcome them, they connect with that. Right. And they're able to maybe make a decision. We had uh, just a guy come randomly up and got baptized after after one of the testimonies. And I baptized my friend mm-hmm. the, from Fishers and Men. I baptized him. And then this other guy comes out of nowhere because he, he said, I just I felt like I needed to do this today. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing that if there's a woman around, they won't do. Right. Right, and it's nothing against women. It's just the way no. it is. It's just how men we're, are. We're, we're men, our hearts are different, and it's harder to l- let loose if there's women there. Right. How many states is Fisher's men in? They were in 27 states, I believe, and it's mostly Midwest, Southeast, South Central. Uh, we're up in New York now, but we're not out in, like, New Mexico. I think Texas is okay. far west as okay. we go. But www.fomntt.com is the website. It's okay. it's an acronym for Fishers of Men National Tournament Trail. That should so be easy. It is. And how about how about uh, the rough edges? You go to the Bear, Bear Man, Man Ministries, yeah. and then in the events page, there's rough edges, okay. rough waters. It talks yeah. about all the things. All Bear the different Man. things. Which there, that that ministry has a lot of fingers reaching in a lot of directions now in a hurry. And I, and I, I you know, I still take. Some part in it, I still talk to the guys every day, every week. Jim's testimony is an amazing testimony mm-hmm. over a bear attack, and God is using that to reach men in a lot of different ways and women too. I mean, there's tons of women through his testimonies. Well, and then with uh, sometimes during the Sunday service, yeah. I think Liz is his wife. Liz, yeah, him she, and Liz will do a joint. Right, they'll be transparent up yeah. there and talk about their their relationship, and you're like, wow. You know, just because he got saved doesn't mean everything is all well. Right. It's like we're right. still going to have to work on yeah. this. And so it's good for couples. We went to that Sunday event, and there was a lot of couples there that really got, they benefited from yeah. those two doing that. We spent a couple of days with Jim and Liz and Sal um, last summer, and it was a great time. And it, it was it was fun to watch how God had, had used it, the wife to pray for the husband to come back to Christ. And then God answered that prayer. <laughs> and now, even through that, I mean, you're, you're talking about people that, especially Jim, he's an, a, certainly a high A personality, and his wife just just a passion to to see him do what God wants him to do, and Jim's got a passion to do that too. And well, I appreciate your time. If I can ever help you, or God's great outdoors can help you with any of this, all you gotta do is call on us. Well, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your dedication to what you're doing. I, I loved your testimony. We're all the same. We all have things that draw us away in life that aren't good. And we also uh, can make a big difference when we've turned turned our life over to Christ. Yes, yeah, sure. Well, we'll do this again down there at Rough Edges sometime. Amen to and, that. Uh, well, I appreciate your time, as I said. And I appreciate our listeners, because if it wasn't for the listeners, you and I'd be just sitting here talking, and that's okay, too. So. Adam will see us out. See you here, there, in the air. Absolutely. Every one of us have been given gifts to use in the service of the Lord. Today, Carl shared how God used his passion to go to work for him. Between fishers of men, trophies of grace, and rough edges, Carl has gone all in to answering his calling. 
God can do the same with all of us if we just let him. We may not be able to change the whole world, but we can change our little corner. We've heard it often that all the effort put into reaching others is all worth it, even if it is just one soul. There's an old TV commercial that said, I told two friends and they told two friends and so on. If we use the same idea in sharing the glory of the Lord, we would change the world in no time. The last words of Jesus were, go into all the world, preach the gospel to all creation. When he said this, it was not just for his disciples. It was for every one of us. Where is God calling you to serve? In God's great outdoors to reach men, women, and children with a gospel message? Are you ready? If you've enjoyed today's program and would like to hear the extended podcast version, you can find it by looking for Dean Hulse or Trail to Adventure wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This program is provided by and can be contacted at God's Great Outdoors, P.O. Box 414, Powers, Michigan, 49874, or on the website, ggoutdoors.org. We're so happy that you all joined us in God's Great Outdoors. We look forward to gathering again together in the near future as we reach out to others with a gospel message on the trail to adventure. For our host, Dean Hulse, this is Adam Erickson wishing you a great week ahead. God bless.